the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Joseph is the model man. When we look at what is true masculinity, what does it mean to be a true man, I think of St. Joseph. Think about it this way. Jesus, fully man, learned everything in his humanity, because he was still 100% human, still needed to learn what it meant to be a full, mature Christian man, Christ. And so Jesus learned everything that he knew from St. Joseph. I mean, we're all a product of our parents, right? We pick up a lot of good things, and sometimes we pick up not so good things, right? That's okay. Nobody's perfect. And so Jesus would have learned everything in him, all of his perfection, he would have learned it from St. Joseph because God the Father specifically, I guess you could say fashion, designed St. Joseph to be a constant example of God the Father, who Jesus could not see, for him, in order for Jesus to know his true sonship, that he was the Son of God, he got to know this true identity through St. Joseph's example. So you can imagine how incredible St. Joseph must have been. Today, my brothers and sisters, I think that we need to turn to St. Joseph as a church, as a community, to remind us of what true masculinity is all about. What is true Christian manhood all about? Unfortunately, the world, just like it does with women, tries to redefine masculinity. A couple weeks ago, I talked about the dangers of how the world tries to redefine women and femininity. And I said that in two weeks I would talk about masculinity, and, and here I'm going to do that today. I find it very important to kind of clarify that this homily is in no way to judge, generalize, or disrespect anybody, but to call out the dangers and the traps because of our human weakness and because the devil is real that men today can fall into. And how St. Joseph today is so important for us to learn, to grow from. Now, if we look at St. Joseph, we see, obviously, there's a, there's a litany, and that kind of gives him like a few different titles, several different titles. And all of those titles, in some way, they help us understand a part of St. Joseph's masculinity. And one of those is, we say in the litany of St. Joseph, Joseph, head of the Holy Family. St. Joseph was the head of the Holy Family, which also means that St. Joseph was the provider. Just like women were designed in a specific way to, to have the gift of nurture, men have the gift of authority. Men have the gift of being able to use their authority, but not to abuse it. To use their authority to implement God's laws. And so St. Joseph teaches us how to be true men in the sense of how to use our authority. Our authority today can be used 
for pride, for anger, or authority could be used to provide. St. Joseph, of course, was a provider. He provided a home. He provided clothing and food and all of those good things. I'm pretty sure St. Joseph wasn't providing Jesus like a BMW truck or something like that, but he did his best khatayah, right? He provided, but most importantly, my brothers and sisters, St. Joseph provided the emotional, psychological, and spiritual needs for Jesus. And fathers today, men today, Oftentimes, because there's so many pressures on men today, and kids today at 16 years old wanting a BMW, which I'm not saying is a bad thing necessarily, but put so much pressure on men today that men can oftentimes put the physical part of providing, the financial part of providing, before the spiritual, before the emotional and psychological. And so what can happen is, Fathers can become obsessed with work. Men can become obsessed with and wanting to equalize or identify their masculinity based on how much money they have, how rich they are. Nowadays, if you're 25 years old and you're not making six figures, no girl's going to want to marry you. It's ridiculous. You know? And so men feel like they can never really catch up. I feel like, okay, I mean, you want a $40,000, $50,000 ring. You know, I got a simple job. You don't want to live simple. You want to live on Cass Lake. And so men today, they can turn into machines where they just want to provide. They just want to give, 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 give. And then they forget about being present to their wife. Being present to their children. When was the last time, fathers, you went on a date with your daughter? Just spent time with your daughter. Because nowadays, if we don't realize, if we're, not, if we're not getting this, we're not picking this up, that girls today, subconsciously or consciously, are looking to marry someone like their father. If you don't get that, that's like psychology 101, okay? Women today want to marry their, their fathers, a man like their father. And men today want to grow up and they want to model what they see in their fathers. And so if our men today are only obsessed with the physical part of providing and using their authority just to provide, then what happens, we, get, we, we have something called daddy issues. It's a real thing. Daddy issues are a real thing. Many today struggle. Many men today struggle with daddy issues. Because our men today are lost. I hate to say it. Priorities are all over the place. And it can be very difficult because there is such a pressure. It's very easy to just lose priority. A man who's committed to his wife and his children... I mean, yes, we do have amazing men out there, and I'll be honest, I learn each and every day from the amazing men that we have in the community. I'm not saying that this is all men. We have incredible men in the community. But we can grow. Nowadays, a man who's completely committed first to his wife and his children is laughed at. One of my friends, 
told me that one day he posted on his social media, on his Instagram page, that he cooked a meal for his wife while she took a nap, and he cleaned the whole entire house. And he put it on his social media. And he said that he got text messages from other guys that said, you're a wussy. And made fun of him. And called him worse names. Fill in the blank. Because he cooked a meal for his wife while she took a nap and he cleaned the house? He's a wussy? Wow. So then what is masculinity? Walking around, cussing out your family, screaming and yelling until you get your way, abusing your home and abusing your family? That's, oh, okay. Wow. That's what masculinity is? So what's masculinity then? St. Joseph, guarantee you, wasn't that way. Jesus knew his sonship because Joseph was there. And Joseph gave everything without cost, without thinking about anything. He gave his heart to his family. That's, my brothers and sisters, is what we need from our men today. I'm speaking to myself first. I'm not attacking anybody. These are facts. Another title of St. Joseph that, tr- that shows true masculinity is Joseph Most Pure. Joseph Most Pure. Purity today is laughed at. Purity today is laughed at. Men laugh at one another because now men today, the way that you measure your masculinity is how many women you've been with and how beautiful. Was she a 10? That's, that's where we're at today. How physically beautiful is she? How physically in shape is she? And so men nowadays, they don't want to settle for anything less than Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. If you don't know what that means, figure it out. Okay? It's true. And now you've got beautiful girls that maybe are not, not a 10, but they can't get married because guys, when you're 50 years old, you want a 25-year-old that looks like a Barbie. But yet you yourself look like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Okay? That's not cool. There's wonderful girls out there, but guess what? Guys don't want that anymore. Guys want a perfect Barbie. And then that puts pressure on the women. And then what happens to the women? The women think that the guys just want you know what. So then what happens is they just give in. And now the girls, to be honest with you, the girls are the ones that are pushing the guys to do it. And now guys and girls are all laughing at each other. You're a virgin. Are you for real? Get it, get it together. Like, what are you talking about? It's 2022. What? What happened to Purity. I mean, nowadays, girls are laughing at girls for being virgins. What happened? Let me tell you something. Let's go back to the basics. What was wrong 1,500 years ago is wrong today. Truth does not change, does it? Does the truth change? Okay. So let's put it this way. Blank before marriage, because we got some kids in here, is a sin because why? We all know that it's a a sin before marriage. We all know that it is, but many of us don't know why. Let's put it this way. The day of your marriage is significant. 
What is the significance of your marriage? It means that that day, the two of you guys become one and you gain ownership over one another. You pay a price. By the way, besides paying the very hefty price of a Chaldean wedding of $200,000, okay, to make sure that everybody else is happy and you got, you know, your pictures on Snapchat and everybody saw how nice your flowers were, besides that point, okay, you pay a hefty price of giving your life to that person. The commitment that you make, which many men are afraid to make, they'd rather just bum around and have fun and just, you know, keep living a bachelor lifestyle until they're 50 years old, right? Sorry, many men. You pay that commitment. When you pay that price, it becomes yours. It becomes your ownership. I don't go to the store, my brothers and sisters, open up a bag of ruffle chips, because that's what I would do, okay, because I like ruffles. Open a bag of chips, start eating them, and say to myself, well, because, you know, I plan on paying for these at the register, then I can eat them. No. They don't belong to me. I can eat them, I can throw the bag, and I can walk out. What is that called? Stealing. stealing. So blank before marriage is ultimately stealing. You are taking something that does not belong to you yet because you have not paid the price. When you pay the price on your wedding day, you have rights and ownership. Does that make sense? That, my brothers and sisters, is what we're losing today. We're losing that. And so, where are our priorities? Men, what do you want? You want a woman just to look physically beautiful, perfectly physically beautiful? Is that all you want? I mean, how small-minded have we become? It's not our fault. It's the world that we're living in today. But we don't have to be like the world. We are Christians first. And so we need St. Joseph. We need to turn to St. Joseph. We need to beg and pray to St. Joseph to really, truly change our vision of masculinity and femininity so that our men today can become true Christian fathers, true Christian men. Not men who don't want to commit, who want to just keep playing around. Not men who are obsessed with just money and physical things. But men who are ready to lay their lives down for their wives and for their girlfriends and for their mothers and for their families. That, my brothers and sisters, is what St. Joseph did. That's what, that's what he's teaching all of us to do, even me. Each and every day I turn to St. Joseph, St. Joseph, I suck as a priest. Help me. Help me become more committed. Help me to let go of, of myself and my comforts for the sake of my family. It's not easy. It's a tough balance. But St. Joseph is our model. And so let's ask him today to really truly teach us commitment, faithfulness, Purity, self-control, patience, and most of all, love. Love for God and love for our neighbor. St. Joseph, pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.